0: Welcome to Failing Forward. Today is the second in a three-part series talking about the importance of cash and gender-based violence and thinking about both of those issues at the same time when responding to a crisis.
1: Hello, listeners. My name is Reem. I work with UNFPA as the GBV subcluster coordinator for Turkey Cross Border, supporting the response in Northwest Syria. And I'm here with my colleague, Faye. Faye, why don't you introduce yourself?
0: Hi, my name is Fei Kagahastian, and I'm a cash and markets advisor um, deployed by CashCap NorthCap
1: to support the Northwest Syria Cash Working Group. So Faye and I have been working together for about a year and a half now to support our partners, both in the GBV subcluster and the Cash Working Group in Northwest Syria, to better coordinate the provision of um, quality cash assistance to GBV survivors in the framework of, of case management and for the purpose of... Um, supporting survivors of GBV basically meet essential needs that are related to their um, case action plan.
0: In this podcast, we're going to talk about why we needed to work together and what we think both coordination teams should do to support synergies between the different GBV and cash actors. Reem, can you please share from your perspective why it was important for groups to come together to form the, the joint task force?
1: Yeah, sure. I I basically think that us working together as, as GBV and cash actors is not really a choice, um, to be honest, because in every humanitarian setting, we'll surely have GBV cases that require financial assistance to support you know, access to a range of services, as well as to mitigate um, GBV risk. Um, in the context of Northwest Syria in particular, GBV actors have the needed resources to navigate, or sometimes have the needed resources to navigate options for basically immediate and time-sensitive emergency support of survivors who might need to access urgent services like CMR, clinical management of RAE. But they they usually are not able to provide support over a longer period of, of time, which might be critical for some survivors for their recovery and also for the mitigation of further harm. This is where GBV actors absolutely need to work closely with cash actors.
0: Definitely agree with that. From my perspective, or from the perspective of the cash working group, it was uh, an alarm bell for me when I started reading project proposals from cash implementing partners saying it, you know, they're targeting GBV survivors. And no such, there's no quality cash and voucher assistance uh, supporting GBV survivors or at-risk groups without the establishment of of this collaboration platform. But now Reem, what do you think coordination bodies, such as the ones we represent, uh, could do to support synergies between GBV and, and, and cash implementing partners?
1: I think the main responsibility of the coordination team from both GBV and cash sides is to help the different actors not necessarily speak the same language but at least an understandable language I mean this could be achieved by simply inviting or encouraging uh, people to sit in the same room um, to unpack maybe some of the terms that we often use without each or within each of our sectors without always considering whether you know the other colleagues, get what we're talking about. We, for example, took about three months at the beginning of of working together in the joint GBV and cash task force to unpack what we mean by the different terms like GBV case management, like multi-purpose cash assistance, the different cash modalities and other um, essential terms. And I think laying out this foundation from the start was really crucial and is crucial to any kind of collaboration between GBV and, and cash actors. The other critical point, in my opinion, would be um, trying to understand the need of the other colleagues and trying to accommodate whenever possible and whenever that is in line with our guiding principles. We cannot, for example, simply say, you know, GBV actors will lead on all aspects related to uh, PDM post-distribution monitoring for all referred cases without also considering the reporting and the analysis obligations um, that cash actors also have. So in our cash and GBV SOPs, we explored this aspect in detail and we propose for PDM to be led by GBV actors, but using a tool that is jointly developed with a cash partner so that the key information they need is also reflected there and also involving the cash partner during the PDM process as needed, and of course, with the informed consent um, of the survivor.
0: Yeah, no, totally agree with that. Um, That's really insightful, I I think, For our session um, focusing on coordination um, and joint coordination platform, it, it's um, it's really critical to have this platform because at the end of the day, without such uh, collaboration platform, you know, operational uh, challenges will continue. I hope this is useful for all of you coordinators out there from both uh, GBV and cash working group sides. We hope you, you have some takeaway from this and uh, we hope you listen to the other segments of this podcast series to learn from our implementing uh, our field experts who are part of our uh, GVV task force. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for the next podcast, which is the third and final part in this series where all four speakers talk about one recommendation they have next. What would they change to improve the work on combining GBV and cash.